Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's show. I'm here with Kelly and Gorman, and Kelly actually was my podcast coach, and so I'm really excited to have her on the show, and we're uh, we're going to get to it and start talking. So, Kelly, welcome. Hi, how are you? Thanks so much for having me. Good. How are you? I am good. Just locked down, hunkered down. <laughs> <laughs> Is it driving you crazy yet? Um, a little bit. Yesterday I went for a walk for the first time in um, a while and it's just sad to like look at the beach when I'm used to being able to walk on the beach but I'm in San Diego so you'll get arrested if you even try to step on the sand so yeah try sane. <laughs> <laughs> get as much fresh air as possible. So I hear you. We have to we still have to take care of ourselves and all this right? Exactly. So, so Kelly, tell us um, a little bit about you, like what you, what you do and, and how you got into, into what you do. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to give you the really long story short. <laughs> so for those of you listening, um, I go by the happy workaholic. That is the name of my brand. I am a podcaster. My show is all about entrepreneurship and mindset and so many other things. I have multiple series. I have a series called I chose this life that interviews other female and male now entrepreneurs. I had my first male guest the other day, which is so awesome. Cheryl, you've been a part of that series. Thank you. Amazing. I have the professional patient series, which is a series I put together for other patients with a health journey. Maybe somebody that's been misdiagnosed, such as myself, holistic healers, medical experts, family members, caregivers. I like to organize all of my shows by series because I have a lot of different guests. Most podcasts are really like one main topic. Mm-hmm. Mine is entrepreneurship, but I have a lot of people involved in my life and people that, you know, you meet in the real world or on the internet. And I like to organize them in series. And then another one I have is called Leverage Your LinkedIn this series because I've been a LinkedIn coach for years. And so I bring on other LinkedIn experts. So podcasting has been a part of my life for almost three years now. I hit to my 200th episode a couple weeks ago, which is crazy. Yay. And congrats. Thank you. So podcasting is my life right now. And I've been an entrepreneur for over a decade, a business and life coach, LinkedIn coach, podcast coach. I do a lot of coaching and 
I started doing that four years ago because I was diagnosed with MS and this other disease called NMO. And basically you can become blind and paralyzed. So my work life experience was in the past, I was a pro makeup artist for 16 years. I traveled the world. I have worked on over 60 cruise ships and yachts. I got into private aviation. I was in luxury travel for about a decade. And when I got sick, I had to take all of that business experience and create coaching programs because the only way I could make money was on the internet. So if I was paralyzed, I would still have my laptop. I could still work from bed. I Mm -hmm. still had all this knowledge. You know, it's like when you go to school, you don't forget it. So I started creating different types of um, programs and podcasting came about because that was when I had MS. And then when I got the diagnosis for sure that it was NMO, you're going to be blind and paralyzed. So if I were to become blind, I'll still have my voice. So that's when the podcasting started. So that's, I was listening to Gary Vaynerchuk for years and he just has this, you know, like you and I, this East coast mentality, like quick, 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 get stuff done. And I just said to myself, I need a podcast because what if the internet part doesn't work? Like I'll just hire a team and they can produce my show, but I need to be able to share my story, use my voice, help other people, but bring it onto a show. So that's how the whole podcasting business started. And now here we are almost three years later, over 200 episodes. That's all I do. Yeah. (laughs) And I coach my clients on it. I've done for you services. I have almost 20 podcasts under my belt, which is crazy because I thought it was just going to be my show. But what happened was, long story short, like I promised, January 23rd, 2019, I was misdiagnosed. So all of the drugs, all of the rounds of chemo, all of the hospital stays, the neurologist, doctors, it was like all a lie. I was misdiagnosed. So I had a second chance of life. I could do whatever I wanted, I thought, after all that. So it was just crazy. Um, You know, then I, quote unquote, became an attorney because I'm representing myself in six medical malpractice cases. And so I'm living that dream at the moment, but I'm almost done, thank God. But again, it's like everything revolves around creating programs and coaching, even coaching yourself through certain, you know, mentalities how to like find yourself again to be like the best type of coach, you know? Absolutely. Story. And that's um, how I got to where I am now and how I started coaching. I just created programs from my life experience, my work experience, always going. I mean, I was in the service industry for like 20 something years. I'm going to be 42. I can't believe it. So yeah, definitely over 20 Um, that's so crazy to say, but you just always need to go above and beyond for your clients, create programs that you need to see exist. You know, that's like my number one advice to new coaches is go with your gut and just create something that's not there, you know? Yeah. Yours. Let me ask you, what was your mindset when you first started? Like we first started creating those, those programs. Well, I was very stressed out at the moment just because of why I was creating them. Like I, I didn't know what I was doing, but luckily, you know, I taught myself everything I know. So 
I taught myself how to design a website. I mean, I was a blogger for a long time before that, so I knew all about WordPress, but I just was excited and made a list. I'm extremely organized. Like, I'm probably the most organized person you'd ever see. <laughs> I have a whole highlighting system for everything. And um, my mindset was great. Like, I was super positive, like, in regards to the actual coaching programs I was putting together. I was so excited. I made a list, like, who do I want to target? Who do I want to um, speak to? Like, who's my audience? And what do I have to offer you? Like, out of all the years of travel, all the years of providing service, like, what did I take away from that? What kind of business do can I help other people run? You know, there's certain coaches for certain things. You can't do everything, you know? Right. Although you can do a lot. But my mindset was always positive. I was I was so excited about it. But then on the other end, I was like super stressed out and like kind of annoyed because like that was my life situation. So you just have to like power through it. But and to answer your question with the coaching, creating it, like mindset was great because I was so excited. It was something brand new. Right. Yeah. How about when you went to um, like, how did you find your first client after you created the programs? Oh my God, who was my first client? Oh, my first clients were everybody. So when all of this happened, I had a luxury travel company in Vegas. I was producing events. I was creating super high-end experiences. So I was like the girl to come to when you needed to go to Vegas, fly your clients there and create this like amazing luxury experience. My clients came in on their jets, their private jets. So it was super elite, super custom and everything I created, nothing you could find anywhere else. So my client, so I was already on the internet with that, like promoting, producing, like I was already known. Mm -hmm. So when I switched it up, my clients that came to me first were businesses that I was sending clients to with my other business. Ah, okay. So, so in short, having a social media presence, that's how LinkedIn, and LinkedIn was my number one for years, never Facebook, never Instagram, because Instagram, I could never post my clients. I had to sign a lot of NDAs, so I can never really post a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So when it came to social media, like my old Instagram photos are like the flowers I would get every Sunday at Trader Joe's. Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> my presence was LinkedIn. And okay. That's how I, it came from my other business. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what challenges um, did you have besides, you know, you mentioned um, the health challenges, but what kind of challenges did you come across like when you were growing, growing your business? I would say pivoting because not everybody sees what goes on with your life, especially now the internet's so flooded. So many people didn't know that I was going through this health journey of mine and like doing rounds of chemo and they would be emailing me like hey we need a plane and I'm like oh my god like how do you not know (laughs) (laughs) so I think my um my hardest part was just changing my name and changing who I was you know becoming my own identity now like my brand is the happy workaholic and it's been that for years now people know me as that and some people still call me by my old name, my old business name from like 20 years ago, but they know what I do now. So you have to kind of keep pushing out that type of content, like what it is that you do, mm-hmm. make it own. My heart, my struggle was nobody knew, even though you're pushing out all this kind of content on social media, 
you know, at, at one point I was just um, doing consulting and coaching and social media um, consulting, like all that kind of coaching. Mm-hmm. And it was just hard to like be known as that person now because I was somebody else for so long. That was my struggle. But I feel like the best thing for coaches just starting is just make sure that you know, like who your market is, like who do you want to coach and why? Yeah. And so you're going to have great content and then they're going to, you're going to get more followers and in the end get more clients. Yeah. So that's a big debate um, or dilemma. I'm not sure if it's a debate or a dilemma, but coaches, uh, new coaches coming in, they always, um, you know, question whether or not they need a niche um, you know, to get specific. And I'm a big proponent of niching down and making sure you, you know, have a specific audience that you're talking to. So you're heard through kind of through the noise. It kind of sounds like that you agree with that. I definitely agree, but I definitely, um, know that you could do more than just one. Right. For me, I, somebody will introduce me and they'll say business and life coach, entrepreneur, podcaster. That's what I go by. But what I do coach on is business 101, LinkedIn, because that's where I lived for years, always promoting myself, creating relationships. That's how one of my Vegas businesses even started because of my presence on LinkedIn. And then podcast coaching, more, I do more done for you services and some I do coach, but I do so many different things that I coach on them. Well, not so many, there's four. I'm narrowing it down to four, mm-hmm. but they're like in rotation. So, some people I work for the, with for the entire year with their business. Some, we get their show done in like a month or two months and I coach them and move on. But there's, but you need to, when you say niche down, like know what it is that you're good at so that you can find that person that really needs that service. I, but for me, like I've never done one thing. So four is like a normal for me. Like that's a good number. I've got it down to four. Um, so how do you stay organized, you know, with that? Oh my God. You know, I love talking about being organized, Cheryl. <laughs> I do. I know that. <laughs> um, I've always been so organized and I have, I actually just did a complete rebrand on my website. I forgot to tell you, but now when you visit the happyworkaholic.com, you can literally see it spelled out. Like what's happening in my life, what's happening with my show, my different programs. I just actually launched more virtual services for coaches and getting organized in your business because I have a whole system and I just created it. Everything we do as coaches, like we just create. Sometimes we'll spend five months creating the most amazing program and guess what? No one buys it. Then we do something in 24 hours and it sells out. Like it's all about, I feel like, just creating an experience. That's what I do is create an amazing experience. Like my year long coaching, it's called momentum and it's an on demand coaching experience. So I'm basically on call for you to just voice and text me all year. That's it. Like having a, like a um, coach in your back pocket, right? Yeah. I created that as like a luxury experience because I was missing like all my experiences I used to create. I created like I think it was 33 or 34 luxury experiences like out of nowhere I was like okay if I came off a jet I would want to go to this hotel I would want to do this activity and I would just like pitch myself until people would throw me out of their office and say yes we'll do it with you <laughs> so I just feel like getting organized is number one in your business when it comes to then creating to then 
you know, sell and coach. I think that you just have to be organized, whether it's just having little scraps of paper and having them highlighted your own separate way, but like having them in a box where, you know, like, okay, these are my ideas. Or you have a whole obnoxious calendar system like myself highlighted on your wall. If you guys want to see it, it's on my Instagram, at the happy workaholic. It's in my highlights. But I'm very, I, I post a lot about it. But you just need to find your own organization. And for me, I've just always had it like in my blood. I don't even know. But I could never do anything without my systems in place. And I feel like that's really important too that not a lot of people talk about. Right. No, I agree. I think systems are, are really important in uh, an organization, you know, even if you start out with just small, simple systems to begin with, yeah. and then you can, you can grow with it as your business grows. Sanity too. Like if you're in the middle of a launch and you have stuff everywhere. Right. I mean, some people thrive in chaos. I cannot, I mean, I can in certain situations, but I just think I traveled for over a decade. So I had to have you know, my life in one piece of luggage and my work in another piece of luggage. So like I had to find a system for like all these jobs I had. And then that's what just makes you a better coach, a better person and, you know, better human all around. I feel like yeah. getting work. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And goes into your office. That's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I agree. Um, so with all this going on that you have, you know, you have your four different kind of areas of your business and you've had some big challenges as far as, you know, medical and then being misdiagnosed and now having to kind of pursue that. But what, what do you have to do like consistently to keep your mindset up? Like what are some tips that you can give people to keep that you do to keep yourself positive? Um, well, I appreciate you saying consistently because that's the thing. That's the key. You know, it's like, if you want to lose weight, well, are you doing, like, what are you doing to get towards that goal? You have to be consistent. And it's just the same thing with everything else in life. So for me, it's my gratitude practice. So in the morning I wake up, that's huge. I'm waking up. For nights, I thought, I well, I couldn't sleep for years because I thought I was going to die in my sleep. So I just, now that I can wake up, that's like already like a given, like it's amazing. So I wake up with gratitude. I do um, some meditations. I like short ones. I can't do like the whole 30, 45. It's just too much. Like yeah, I, I try really hard, but it's just no. Yeah. So I do quick meditations. I have all these different playlists I like to listen to on Spotify. Music is a huge part of my life. And what else is part of my gratitude practice? I do a lot of breath work. Almost half my clients are breath work facilitators. So they're trained in this. So I hear it all day long. So I finally like got into it. Appreciate <laughs> <laughs> it to me. So um, I do breath work, which is really for anxiety right now and PTSD and trauma and everything I have, but just waking up and having gratitude and just keeping my mind right because a lot of the time especially now because of COVID and everything going on mm. I keep flashbacks of like what's happened to me and then I immediately have to change my mind like you have to work at it which right. is so hard it's literally the hardest thing but by me working on it and me being a better person and feeling better who am I going to be better for my clients right and sometimes okay. I have to cancel and that's okay because like you don't want to hear my voice right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so taking care of you first and that makes you better to, to take care of for others 
Um, yeah. That's like, and I, I talk about that a lot is the, uh, the oxygen mask, <laughs> put your own oxygen mask on first, uh, before you help others. Cause I love that. And you know, especially like if you're new and you're trying to like break into the coaching industry and you want to do all the things and you're running around and you're crazy busy and you have a million thoughts running in your mind, like you need to just step back and like calm it down because you're going to be better with your launch, better with your coaches. Like we are all over the place. They know that. And right. I only am preaching this because I've already been through all of that. I've already been the crazy person. <laughs> like I've already been the unorganized. Like, so I know what works best, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let, so let me ask you this. When you want to call in more or take your business up a notch, what do you do? I pitch myself. I have a media kit and I pitch the person whose show I want to be on. I pitch the brand who I want to have a great working relationship to share their products or their services with my audience. I pitch myself on, um, for TV shows, for podcasts, for networks. I just pitch, 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 pitch. <laughs> so what, what would you, what would you tell our listeners? Is it like maybe, um, one or two steps to really be good at pitching themselves? I would say practice on video. I would say, you know, it's just like knowing who you're speaking to, knowing your audience, you need to do your research, number one. Whatever you want to get done, you have to do your research. For example, if I am pitching a brand that has a Pepsi affiliate and I have a Coke product, do you think that's going to work out? No. If I even, if they even take the time for a meeting and those words come out of my mouth, they're going to be like, I can't believe she didn't do her research. <laughs> so I feel like whatever it is in life, like this is business and personal, like you have to do your research. You know, if you're looking for a specialist, a doctor, you have to get multiple opinions. You have to do your research. That's the first thing people do. So right. always organize and do your research. And when it comes to pitching, just be confident. I mean, you're going to be nervous most of the time. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes it just flows, but have a script, you know, have something created and ready and just pitch with your friends and even if it's just like another coaching opportunity or if you wanted to be affiliated with um, like a larger brand that has coaches or something like that, maybe, or enhance your own brand and get more followers online, things like that. Like when I say pitch yourself, that also means get on a Facebook live and share your story. That's pitching yourself to the world, you know? Right. Yeah. So just putting, putting yourself out there and then doing the research um, and then just do it, reach out and, and use a script if you have to, but, um, reach out to the people that you want to work with. Yeah. And your script is your story. So by sharing your story, you become relatable when you're relatable, somebody wants to talk to you and then they're going to want to buy from you. And it's going to happen so seamlessly because they don't like, they don't have another question in their mind. They already have a relationship with you. They trust you. So they're going to want to buy from you. So the more you share your story, that's my tagline all the time. Share your story and never give up because it's all I do every day. Right. And it's where, and it works well for you. Thank you. You know, everybody's relatable to somebody else. Yes, absolutely. And you know, there's the law of attraction and uh, what you okay. put out into the universe comes back. So if you're sharing your story, the people that are meant to hear it and to that you're meant to serve come back that's how I, that's what i believe so <laughs> that's a whole nother show <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a whole nother show okay so tell me um 
what do you like or love best about being an entrepreneur? That I can create anything I want any day, anytime. I love the hustle. I love the grind. I love the creating process. I love that I can make my own schedule. I love being able to work with other people. I miss real life connection at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Although a lot of my clients are scattered around the country and in Canada, but um, I have met a lot of them in real life and I just miss like hugging. I miss like people, but um, yeah, it's just crazy right now these times, but yeah. But you know, it, it, it'll end. We'll have a different norm, I think, but, but it'll end <laughs> at some point. Um, so, so when you, uh, so thinking about that, like this crazy, these crazy times, but if you want to turn something around, like kind of when you're feeling like you're not making headway or you feel like things are kind of crashing in, um, you know, what do you do to, to, to push past it? For me, the first thing I do is I just take time for myself because I've tried the other ways. I've tried to power through it. I've tried to, um, you know, get on calls and record or get on coaching calls and I'm not my best self for my clients. So it just doesn't make any sense to try, you know, mm-hmm. you need to just take a break, give yourself some time, whether it's just a couple hours or it's a day, or maybe you need a week. I just took four days off or really three, but I don't even know when I did that last. Like I didn't do anything. You know, we were talking before we hit record about time. Where is the time going? How is, how are these days flying by? And I forgot to tell you, and I was going to tell you, and then we started talking about the ice cubes. Um, when I took my days off, it, they flew by and I literally did nothing. I mean, I was in my pajamas for 48 hours. Like, that's a very rare moment for me. (laughs) And I would say just like take a breather, journal it out, go for a walk, do some meditation, talk to your friends, just take a break and make a list. Obviously, because I'm so organized, I love my list. Make a list, like just three things at a time, what you can accomplish, like moving through that situation and getting past it. Just write things down. Maybe even if it's just like one thing at a time, you finish it, you check it, move on to the next, but you just need to take a break, you know, strategize and then figure out how you feel good while you move forward or, you know, through it. Right. All right. Awesome. So, um, if you could kind of sum up one tip to help new coaches, um, you know, build their business, be more successful, what would you, what would you say? I would say get organized and have systems and a strategy in place. Yeah. Content. Content. Yeah. Have to have ready. I agree. For any kind of coach. This is all like back of the house, like operational stuff, like set yourself up for success. Yeah. So have a plan, have it, mm-hmm. have a system, have something worked out, which a lot of coaches don't realize is that that those systems, those, you know, back-end business um, things can really push a, a business forward. Exactly. And also create a schedule for yourself. I have a schedule where I only record Wednesdays and Thursdays because I am talking to certain clients Monday, Tuesdays. I have appointments on Fridays. That's my schedule online. And then my schedule for like social media has certain things every day. So like Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do LinkedIn blogs. My shows go out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So create a calendar for yourself, whether it's just writing it down or making it available online, just have 
and this goes for your content as well. Like just create a system. I know you use, you use, who do you use for your content? You schedule it out. Yeah, I, I use um, Hootsuite. Yeah, Hootsuite. So you're, you're scheduling everything out. Like that's huge. You think you're going to sit there every single day and do all this <laughs> social media? We need to be efficient with our time. But right. like just making um, everything as simple as possible. Something else I do on the first of every month is I don't talk to anyone because that's my end of the month day. So I have all my clients work on my computer and folders, but then I put it on my external hard drive, back up my devices, tally up all my downloads, social media numbers. Like that's just the first of the month. What I do, like that's just another one of my systems. So just feeling it out. Like, do I like to work in this environment or do I want to work in this type of environment? And the great thing about being a coach and being an entrepreneur is you can create it yourself. Just right. create a system that works and you like your own schedule. Yeah. Awesome. So what's your, uh, what are some resources that you would, that you would give like either books or websites or, you know, things along those lines? Um, well, I have a bunch of resources on my website. <laughs> That'll get organized. They're all free. Um, actually the PDF, no, it's an Excel spreadsheet I use to organize all my downloads and my social media stats. You can actually use that, say you're a stay-at-home mom and you need to organize your kids' schooling now and all of that, you just plug in the names. So that's a great resource to um, get you organized with a digital form. Some people like Google Docs, that's an Excel spreadsheet, so you can just copy and paste it in there. Um, another resource would just be, you know, just doing your research. You could do your research with Google. Mm -hmm. But as far as actual like documents, I have a bunch on my site that just will help you like get organized and get systems in place. They're all free. Everything's free. I just want to help as many people as I can like with that stuff because I feel like nobody and it's not even just for coaches. Like, well, say you are a coach and then you're like, wait, I need it in my personal life now, too. And you could totally do that. So just get everything in order, get everything in place. Yeah. What's that? What do you have a favorite book that's that, that like inspired you or? Author. I don't have a favorite, but I really do love um, Bethany Frankel. I think she's an incredible entrepreneur. She's had a number of businesses. I just really relate to her. A Place of Yes is one of her books. I love Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert. Everything is Figure Outable by Marie Forleo. I'm reading that right now. Oh, awesome. Jackson Earl. I like her books. I haven't read the newest one. The yellow and the green, I forget the name. Is that the financial one? You're a bad asset. Making yeah, money. yeah, yeah. Making money, but there's one that came before that, and then now there's like a new one. I just remember the colors because, you know, me and my colors. <laughs> That's how I remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, I bounce around with books, whether they're entrepreneurial or creative, and that just goes with how I'm feeling, really. Yeah. All right. So where, where can, um, where can our audience learn more about you? All they need to do is visit the happy .com. As I mentioned earlier, I just did a whole new rebrand. I'm so excited about it. You can listen to all of my episodes. You can see all my coaching programs, my, um, series for my show, all of my social media accounts. I spend most of my time on Instagram. So I'm at the happy workaholic there. I have a ton of stories all highlighted, but everything is on my website, the happy workaholic.com. And the happy workaholic podcast is 
available worldwide. I'm pretty sure I'll hit 70 countries tomorrow. And that is on every platform podcasts are available. Amazing. That's amazing. So great. All right, well, thank you so much, Kelly, for joining us today and um, for all your inspiration. Your story is very inspiring and um, your dedication and hard work. You're always working and always uh, trying to help. So I love that. <laughs> so thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. And hey, if you guys have any questions for Kelly, make sure that you let us know in the Facebook group or on any of the social media outlets of hers or mine. And then also, um, if you'd like to get in touch with Kelly, yeah, like she said, Instagram, she's on the most. And I actually love her Instagram page. So make sure that you visit her there. So thanks a lot, guys. Have a wonderful rest of your week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.